Welcome back, friends. For the next seven weeks, we'll be listening to Malcolm Geith's sonnets on Jesus's seven I am statements. And I want to thank Malcolm once again for giving us permission to use his recordings. So we'll be listening to Malcolm's readings. I'll then offer a short reflection with a couple of questions to consider. We'll then hear the poem once again. And then finally, you'll be invited to respond however you see fit. Maybe you'll just want to sit quietly for a little while. Perhaps you want to go outside for a walk and contemplate, whatever it is. Um, I do hope that these episodes are a source of encouragement and an invitation to reflection. In the first of Malcolm's sonnets, you'll hear the tension between a world where people are physically starving and in need of bread with the fact that all are spiritually hungry as well and in need of the bread that endures to eternal life, as Jesus said in John 6. In the background of this poem, I can hear St. Augustine's words when he prayed, Our hearts are restless until they find their rest in you. Our hearts are restless until they find their rest in you. Only Jesus can provide the rest that we're all longing for. Only Jesus is the bread of life that satisfies every hungry soul. Where to get bread? An ever-pressing question that trembles on the lips of anxious mothers. Bread for their families, bread for all these others, a whole world on the margin of exhaustion. And where that hunger has been satisfied, where to get bread? The question still returns. In our abundance, something starves and yearns. We crave fulfillment, crave and are denied. And then comes one who speaks into our needs, who opens out the secret hopes we cherish, whose presence calls our hidden hearts to flourish, whose words unfold in us like living seeds. Come to me, broken, hungry, incomplete. I am the bread of life. Break me and eat. Malcolm begins this poem with the reality of inequality and poverty and the fact that there are millions of people living in scarcity who don't have enough to provide for their families, who don't know where their next meal is coming from, or who worry about not being able to feed their children. The church has a responsibility to care for those in need, to give them daily bread, to feed the hungry, to work for justice to disentangle ourselves from unjust systems and to seek more equitable opportunities for all. There's work to be done here. Before Jesus said, I am the bread of life, whoever comes to me 
shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Before he dealt with the spiritual hunger of every living soul, he first fed the 5,000 hungry people who were before him. Before we get to the spiritual hunger that Malcolm talks about in this poem, maybe you want to pause here and pray about the ways that God could be inviting you and calling you to care for the poor and the marginalized. Praying for ways to participate in oppressive systems less. Praying for practical ways that you can be part of the solution that lifts people out of poverty and helps anxious mothers provide for their children. Perhaps this is a good spot to just pause and pray. So both Jesus and Malcolm take seriously the requirement to care for the physical needs of those around us. But we also know that the physical needs are not all that matter. Even those where that hunger has been satisfied, the poem says, the question still returns. In our abundance, something starves and yearns. We long for something more than just full bellies and large bank accounts. We crave something more than just our physical needs being met. Something inside us still yearns. We're still hungry. Our souls aren't satisfied. And that's not just a feeling that some of us have. That's a universal longing that has been placed on the hearts of all people. Our hearts are restless until they find their rest in you, Augustine prayed. Eternity, Ecclesiastes says, has been placed on the hearts of humankind. We crave fulfillment, this poem says. Crave and are denied. Why? Why are we denied? It's because we're looking in the wrong places. It's not so much that we're denied. It's more that the things and the places that we look to, they're just not capable of satisfying the deepest longings of our souls, and so we feel denied. Until... until Christ comes. The second stanza says, and then comes one who speaks into our needs, who opens out the secret hopes we cherish, whose presence calls our hidden hearts to flourish, whose words unfold in us like living seeds. Come to me, broken, hungry, incomplete. I am the bread of life. Break me and eat. Jesus is the bread of life for every hungry soul. Only he can satisfy the deepest longings of our hearts. He is the one for whom our hearts truly yearn and crave. It felt like we were denied. It felt like it was a resounding no. But it's just that we were looking in the wrong places. And now all of a sudden Jesus comes and reveals those deepest longings in our own souls, our secret hopes, our hidden hearts, the seeds of hope that have been dormant within us. Jesus comes and calls all these things to life. They find their flourishing in his presence. They find light and life to grow. They find the soil that will nurture their true desires. Jesus comes and he takes us who are broken, and hungry, and incomplete. And he says, I am the bread of life. Break me and eat. As you listen to this poem one more time, 
you might want to ask yourself, what are the current yearnings in your own soul? What longings do I have? Where do I feel starved? What secret hopes do I cherish? What flourishing does my hidden heart long for? What living seeds lay dormant in my own heart? Where am I broken, hungry, and incomplete? How is Jesus saying to me, I am the bread of life. Break me and eat. Where to get bread? An ever-pressing question that trembles on the lips of anxious mothers. Bread for their families, bread for all these others, a whole world on the margin of exhaustion. And where that hunger has been satisfied, where to get bread? The question still returns. In our abundance, something starves and yearns. We crave fulfillment, crave and are denied. And then comes one who speaks into our needs, who opens out the secret hopes we cherish, whose presence calls our hidden hearts to flourish, whose words unfold in us like living seeds. Come to me, broken, hungry, incomplete. I am the bread of life. Break me and eat.